Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. You're listening to the Deal Room Podcast. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on business sales and acquisitions. Get across trends in the area and hear the industry's best recount their real life tips, traps, and experiences. Now, here's your host, Joanna Oki. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, today we're stirring things up a bit with another of our special segments. It's time for another thrilling episode of Ask Me Anything. (laughs) Now, um, if you're new to the Deal Room Podcast, let me give you a quick rundown. Our Ask Me Anything segment is where I dive into the questions that you, our incredible listeners, send in. And not just your questions, we also feature queries from our fabulous guests and those interesting nuggets we encounter during our day-to-day practice. So here's your chance to have your burning questions answered. Email us at podcast at aspectlegal.com.au. We're eagerly awaiting your queries. And don't worry, you'll find the link in the show notes to that for easy access as well. So look, don't hold back. We're open to talking about anything and everything on this podcast. So buckle in because it's time for another thrilling edition of Ask Me Anything. Harry and I were talking about you know, one of the major, from a legal perspective, well, it's about getting the transaction right at the beginning. Obviously, when you when you look at a transaction, is it best to sell it as a as an asset sale or or a, or a share sale? And it's getting and it's getting. Sometimes you can see it. This has this. The only way to transact this effectively is a share sale. And and the sellers, lawyers, yeah, perfect. And then the buyer no, comes no, back no. and says, no, 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 under no circumstances. <laughs> the warranties aren't worth the paper they're written on, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, so there's um, – I have a few different responses to that. I mean, the first thing is the importance of sellers getting that tax advice straight up so they understand the tax position that they'll be in because that really is the thing that can drive the um, necessity from a seller's perspective for a share sale if they've gotten tax advice that there will be a big difference for them. And uh, the the second component I would add to that, though, is to making sure you're getting the right tax advice because just like um, most commercial lawyers don't do business sales day in, day out, most accountants don't deal with um, the tax concessions at sales of businesses day in, day out. Because if you think about it in a business life cycle, usually – that sale only happens once in a business's life cycle. So, you know, your average accountant does not deal with it on a daily basis, just like your average lawyer doesn't deal with business sales on a daily basis. So making sure you've got the right advice, um, because I, I have some interesting examples of cases where our clients were told that they needed share sales in order to access the best concessions for them. Um, and we got second opinions, and the second opinions actually said business sale not just was would provide a similar outcome, but in fact a better outcome. 
because of the way it was done. So so that's the first thing. It's not just to get advice but to make sure you're getting the right advice. Um, but once you understand that and, and, and if you find out there is a difference in your tax position between a business sale and a share sale, then the next step is convincing a buyer of that approach as well. And I find that um, – it depends on the um, the value of the transaction, the type of business, and the risk that can sit that is likely to sit in the business, and also the um, the sophistication of the organisation of the business. Because if a buyer comes in, does a bit of DD, and sees a bit of a mess, there's no way they're going to want the risks that come with a share sale. So it's about being properly prepped for exit as well, so that you look clean and well run. Um, but the, for share sales, I, I generally have this – we have buyers who will come in and be happy with share sales at almost any level in some industries, depending on the industry. But generally speaking, um, for, for you know, across the board making a sweeping generalisation, mostly share sales only start to really make sense from about $2 million up, um, under $2 million, I'm not sure that they're – they really are the best approach because there is more complexity, because the legal documents are more complex, because there'll be a bit more argy-bargy in the, um, you know, the warranties and what they look like. But there are lots of things for um, to, for that are positives for a buyer um, in a share sale versus business sale environment. Um, and they a lot of them relate to um, – an easier transition of the business as a whole because you're not you're not disturbing the customers, needing them to sign on to new credit accounts, not disturbing the the suppliers, not disturbing staff contracts. You know, it it can be a, a much cleaner transition with a share sale than with a business sale, and also it can help to preserve the value that the buyer is actually buying um, in a business when there's a share sale versus a business sale. And of course, the risk is the thing that buyers or their advisors, usually accountants are particularly picking up on, but the risk can be dealt with by appropriate warranties. And as to your point, well, you know, as to the the uh, feedback you've had that, you know, warranties aren't worth the paper they're written on or whatever, I, I mean, I, I don't know that uh, I, of course, I don't agree with that because I'm a lawyer. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's but, but, well, but and buyers sometimes it's a question of well, what security do you have as a buyer for a warranty claim? And there's so many approaches um, to security that um, that you can have. And also, there's this great insurance in the market now for SME deals, um, for warranty and indemnity insurance, which is you, you know it can be very cheap. Like we've got access to insurance that comes in at around about 10k per one mil of cover, and then that takes away that that buyer concern about the risk um, under under warranty claims because there is there is an insurance policy backing that um, those warranties so you know there's there's my thoughts there's lots to think about but there's not um, in in some transactions it's not tax that drives it it's licenses that the business might have or contracts that the business might have that might mean in an under $2 million sale, you do still need to have a look at the share sale. It's definitely more complex and that's something sellers um, should go into and buyers with their eyes wide open. But it's um, there's there's ways and means of getting buyers <laughs> <laughs> to agree if you've got a good marketing pitch for them. <laughs> it's more complex. 
Because, you know, one of the big selling points is always, you know, it's so simple, but it's not that simple. No, it's not. That's right. No, it is more, it's absolutely more complex. Nothing simple. That's nothing in life is simple. Yeah. <laughs> Look, wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, I hope, but I hope that was an answer to no, your no, question. No, no, no. <laughs> wonderful. Well, that's it for this episode of the Deal Room Podcast. We hope you're now primed for your next deal with these pointers and have enjoyed these fascinating insights. Now, if you'd like more information about this topic, then head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com where you'll be able to download a transcript of this episode as well as access any contact details and any other additional information we referred to in today's podcast. Now, if you'd like to get in contact with our guests today and the services they offer, you can go ahead and check out our show notes for a link right through to them and their details. You can also book in directly with our legal legals at Aspect Legal. If you'd like to soundboard your next steps, discuss a legal question, or find out more how we can assist, whether that's with buying or selling a business, or perhaps somewhere in between. Now, don't forget to subscribe to The Deal Room Podcast on your favorite podcast player to get notifications whenever a new episode is out. We'd also love to hear your feedback, so please leave us a review and rating if you're already one of our subscribers, or even if you're listening to this podcast for the very first time. Every review helps our team produce valuable content for you. Well, thanks again for listening in. You've been listening to Joanna Oki and the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. See you next time. Aspect Legal has a number of great services that help businesses prepare for a sale or acquisition to help them prepare in advance and to get transaction ready. We've also got a range of services to help guide businesses through the sale and acquisitions process. We work with clients both big and small and have different types of services depending on size and complexity. We provide a free consultation to discuss your proposed sale or acquisition. So see our show notes on how to book a time to speak with us or head over to our website at aspectlegal.com.au. Ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening to the Deal Room Podcast. To find out more about this episode and other episodes in the series, check out the show notes or head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com.au.